living that same life as the people we can look down on now who live in sin. Seriously. We may not struggle with the same sin that they do, but they were sinners doomed to eternity just as we once were. In fact, Jesus didn't have to save any of us. Jesus, one day, came down as fully God and fully man. You know, he lived, he was born as a, as a baby and lived an entire life free from sin. He lived a life that would never once fell into the temptation of sin, never once engaged in sin, yet he had a ministry full of sinners that he loved for and cared for. He healed people, he prophesied, he, he, uh, he rescued, and he cared for people. He sought them out when no one else would. And eventually, after teaching them of who he is, there was a time that came when Jesus would be killed on a cross and paid the price for their sins and for our sins. You see, Jesus didn't die on that cross just because the Pharisees didn't like what he was saying. Jesus didn't die on that cross because he was forced to. He died on that cross so that we could live in relationship with him. Jesus took the wrath of God on our behalf so we can live with God. So who are we to withhold that from others? You see, a humble heart recognizes that we have this salvation of Jesus. We have received this grace from Jesus that we were brought into this new life that we once had, and that means we are called to live that life and to show that to others. We are called to live a life that shows Jesus to others, meets them where they are, and introduces them to who he is. We point others to the one who saves us. You see, because we don't save the people. We don't fix people. We're not the one who can take their sin and change it. Only Jesus can take the sin and change it. The gospel changes everything, church. I mean, if you truly believe the gospel changes everything, then you have felt that. You have felt how the gospel has changed us, how the gospel has changed what we believe and what we feel, who we are, what our identity is. The gospel changes us, and we understand that it can change them too. So our mission is to show them Jesus. Our mission is to meet them despite who they are, despite how they look, and to care for them so that they may encounter Jesus, that we may be a piece in the puzzle that God uses to save them. We're not going to be the one to fix them, so why should we act like we can? Let's love them and point them to the one who can save them. Because the greatest are those who receive others the way Jesus received us. That is humility. And we love to debate about who the greatest is in life. We really do. It's enticing. It's fun. And it's fun arguments. But when we get so focused on our own greatness, we are missing the picture of Jesus. We're missing the picture of the kingdom of God. Greatness for us isn't about how much money we make. It's not about the people we know. It's not about the networking we have. Greatness is about seeing others as the same person we are. People who need Jesus. Greatness is embracing them and pointing them to the Father, living fully dependent upon God. When we are gathered in our own greatness, and we are enticed by our own greatness, we must realize that we are no longer trusting in God and turn fully to him. You see, the greatest are those who depend upon God. Jesus tells us the greatest are those who turn like a child, to be as a child was. To fully know that and trust in Jesus, to call him Father, and to listen to his commands. For the greatest in the kingdom is those who humble himself like a child. So maybe you're here today. You've never trusted in Jesus. You've never put your 
faith and trust in you. You could have been here for 50 years, but you've never trusted in Jesus. Can I say, he sees you right now and he offers you grace and he loves you. Or maybe you're in this room and you're, you're dealing with something. It's hard for you to trust in Jesus right now. It's hard to depend on him to give you what you need because times are tough. You're struggling financially. You're struggling to find a place to live or to put food on the table. Or you're struggling within your marriage or your friendship. Something is holding you back and it's hard. Can I say God is waiting for you with open arms to hold you and love you? And you see, in a few minutes... Uh, well, the band will be back up here and they'll be playing some music. We'll be worshiping again. In that time, we're going to have ministers down here at the front. This will be after I pray. We'll have ministers down in the front. I'll be down here and the altar will be open. If you haven't placed your trust in Jesus or God is calling you into a new mission field or calling you into further trust, run towards that. Come to the altar. Pray to the Lord. because He's the Father who will embrace you. And we have ministers down here to talk to you if you need it. We care for you deeply and we love you deeply. And we're here to show you that same love that Jesus has because there's no one too far gone who is too far to get from Jesus. So I'll pray, we'll worship, and then we'll be out of here. So um, Father God, uh, we just thank you for today. Um, we thank you for this time we have had today just to uh, revel, to, to, to worship in your glory, to see you and to see your face and with joy sing praises to you, to sing of your mighty works and proclaim of your mighty works and how you have saved each of us. And Lord, I am thankful that you have brought each of us here today um, just to listen deeper into who you are, to study your word, and to see that the greatest of those are those who are humble, Lord. In your kingdom, there is no place for our own self-pride and self-identity, uh, Lord, and what we built, but we are found solely in you. Lord, you are the one who covered us in your glory. For when you see us, you, uh, you see your son, Lord. And we thank you for that. We thank you for all you have done. Uh, we thank you for drawing us into deeper dependency and for uh, making us understand that without you, there is no other way. So Lord, we love you and we praise you in your holy name. Amen.